Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Knight, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Conductor of the story train. I'm the one that wears a green baseball cap with a little white birdie on the front and my favorite overalls. All aboard the story train, find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station, and you know what that means. We're going someplace new. One whistle, we're on our way. I wonder where Story Train will lead us this time. We're entering the Rainbow Tunnel. Hold on, everyone. It's off to far, far away. This is so exciting. Just on the other side of the short Rainbow Tunnel lies our destination. That was quick. We're already at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I know this place. We're in a garden. And we certainly shouldn't be. Because this is someone's private garden, and they have a tendency to be very, very grumpy. Hopefully they won't notice us. Careful now. Quiet. Shh. Today's story is about how a cheeky little rabbit full of big ideas gets into a bit of trouble. It's called The Tale of Peter Rabbit. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. These four rabbits lived with their mother in a sandbank, underneath the root of a very big fir tree. It was a cozy, love-filled home, and the rabbit family lived quite happily there. Now, my dears, said Mrs. Rabbit one morning, it's a lovely day, and I know you'll be wanting to hippity-hoppity all out and about. And that's all nice and well, but just remember, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't ever go into Mr. McGregor's garden. He's a grumpy man who is always trying to catch rabbits and flip them into pies. And my heart would be broken if that were to happen to any of you, my darling honey bunnies. So careful now and listen to your mummy. I'm going out as well now to do some shopping, so we will all meet back here for supper time. 
And with that, Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella, just in case, and went out the door of the family burrow and through the wood to the baker's, where she was keen to buy a loaf of brown bread and five currant buns. Yum, yum, yummy. Meanwhile, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were always good little bunnies, decided to surprise their mother by going down the lane to gather blackberries. Fresh blackberries would make the perfect dessert for supper. But Peter Rabbit, who was very naughty and always liked to push the limits, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. Oh, look at those lovely lettuces, he thought. Oh, Peter just couldn't help himself. First he gobbled up some lettuce leaves, then some French beans, and then some radishes. Having overeaten terribly, Peter then rubbed his sore, full belly and realized that he'd made himself a bit ill. He thought and thought and thought, and then snapped his fingers. Why, I remember, Peter exclaimed to himself, Mother always gives us parsley when we have upset tummies. I'll go look for some now. But as Peter was looking for parsley just around the end of a cucumber frame, who should he bump into but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting, but he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake, turning red in his face with fury and calling out, Stop thief! Oh no, oh dear! Peter was most dreadfully frightened now. He rushed all over the garden in a panic, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. Peter lost one of his shoes among the cabbages and the other one amongst the potatoes as he hopped around and around. After losing his shoes, though, he was able to run on four legs and went faster. And he was so pleased that he was just about to get away when, ah! Peter's large brass buttons on his blue jacket got tangled up in a gooseberry net. He was trapped, a goner. Peter shed big tears and was just about to give up all hope when he overheard some friendly sparrows who flew over to him in great excitement and begged him to push and pull with all his might against the gooseberry net. Mr. McGregor was just about to bonk Peter on the head, but with help from the sparrows, Peter managed to wriggle out of his blue jacket just in the nick of time. Oh dear, mother is going to be so upset that I've lost my best jacket, Peter thought fleetingly. But he didn't have much time to mourn the loss of his jacket as he rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. Peter realized his error quite quickly. The can had water in it, and he sat quietly in the water getting colder and colder as Mr. McGregor came into the tool shed searching for him and started to turn over his flower pots and cans one by one, carefully looking under each. Oh, but the water in the can was so cold and... Peter sneezed. He couldn't help himself. Mr. McGregor was after him in no time and tried to stop Peter with his foot, but Peter was too fast. He jumped out of a window, knocking three small plants over on his way out. The window was certainly too small for Mr. McGregor to squeeze through, and he was tired of running after Peter. Oh, forget it, he grumbled to himself as he went back to his planting. Peter sat down to rest once he was out of Mr. McGregor's garden. Ugh, he was out of breath and trembling with fright, and he was turned around so that he didn't know how to get back to his family burrow home underneath the fir tree. Also, he was very damp from sitting in the can filled with water. Ugh, Peter was feeling quite miserable, really. 
Once he'd had a little rest, Peter began to wander around, going lippity-lippity, not very fast, and looking all around. Ugh, it took naughty, tired Peter Rabbit three hours to find his way back home. He was so tired when he finally got there that he flopped down on the nice soft sand in the family rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking a lovely supper, and she raised an eyebrow at him, wondering what her mischievous Peter had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in the past month. Ugh, she sighed. What a handful her fluffy little Peter was. Peter wasn't feeling at all well that evening, so his mother put him to bed and gave him some tea and a kiss. As Peter slept and missed out on a lovely supper, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail enjoyed bread and blackberries with their mother. It's time for us to head back to Pflugerville. Here comes the Rainbow Tunnel. Come back and see me again. You never know where the story train will take us. And if you like stories, search for Go Kid Go wherever you listen, and you'll find lots of great adventures. See you next time. Go Kid Go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.